Greetings, weary traveler. Come, warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Agelos, and hello, amazing chat room. You guys are the best. You know, in fact, so much more important than any other person who would say I never hail the chat in, in chat. All right, I see how it is. So that's how we start the show. How you doing, Ark? I feel attacked. You, you I probably feel attacked. you probably should be. Yeah. I mean, I I'm used to you attacking me. There's no problem there. But now Lotus is here with the Guar stuff, mm, and Golik yep. is in chat calling me a milk drinker. It's like I feel surrounded. It's all part of my uh, my plan. So I'm glad glad you're seeing through all that. <laughs> We also have, and in case you missed the announcement on Twitter and other social media outlets, we have Lotus of Doom, who is now officially part of the Tales of Tamriel crew. So he will be a recurring member from now until he gets sick and tired of us. <laughs> so probably yes. this will be his last episode. I'm yeah, I was going to say, and I'm done after this. <laughs> nah. <laughs> But um, no, actually, I just want to thank everybody. Um, actually, after our first show, there was like an unreasonable amount of notifications on anything that people could contact me on. Uh, basically supporting, you know, the fact that they thought, you know, it was nice to have me on and everything like that. And I feel that was a little overly generous as when I made myself listen to the podcast, it's like, oh, I could really do without listening to myself here. But um Overall, I was going to say, I do really appreciate everybody being so nice uh, for my first show. So I was very pleased to get to come back and chat with you all again. Yeah. And now it's forever. Like that pretty much what happened with Ark is he started as a guest as well. And then said, yeah, I'll come on as a permanent guest host. And what is it? Like three and a half years later, Ark? I, <laughs> I mean, I first appeared at episode 25. Yes. And then... Around 100, I think, again. So it was like a 75 episode of me mentally preparing for this. <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't we look back at some of your past episodes as well when we asked you a question and you shouted something out in, I don't know, Turkish? Wolf. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, yeah. I still remember that. great. We also have a special guest again tonight. We got Promethean. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Do, well, I'm doing fantastic. I'm, I'm glad you're here and joining us. I'm, yeah, no, I'm super happy to be here. Honestly, I'm super excited. All it's right. been a wonderful week, so this is just like the cherry on top. I know. We, we actually meant to get you on like three weeks ago, and we couldn't match times up. And then yeah. last week you were supposed to come on and we didn't have a show just because I started not feeling well and I had to cancel the show very last minute. Um, so we're glad to have you on the yes, show. Stuff happens. I totally understand. You know, real life before game life basically is how I think of it. So I totally am understanding with all of that. Right. Now I'm really wondering why all these people are scared to attack that. You know what? Screw it. I'm going in. Like I'm sitting here doing this stream here and no one wants to fight Bo Cambrin or whatever his name is. So I'm I'm just gonna do it. I'm just that's how it's gonna be. I sure hope people Before are you die. No one's following me. <laughs> <laughs> Quick uh, solo world boss. Yeah, don't worry. I got this, guys. I got this. Don't worry. Oh, I have absolute faith in you. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, it's Wait, not even on my that, Templar. 
Yeah, I was about to say you are using a staff. That's a, that's a new character, right? There. Yeah, that's it's a dragon knight. Uh, it's a dragon knight. Fighting yeah. slow. That's good luck with that. That's tough. Yeah, he is miserable. <laughs> nope. Challenging. I got it. It's all good. I don't need anyone else. Screw that. This isn't an MMO. <laughs> I, I, I suppose this is what Agilos will be doing for the rest of the show. Just oh yeah, no, it's literally only going to be this. So. Oh, sounds about right. It's a long fight as <laughs> is already with people. So solo, yeah. it should take you like two minutes. <laughs> two minutes i think that's generous yeah a little bit a little bit all right let's go ahead and get done with the banter and everyone can watch me just die horribly hey look someone showed up wow thank you for showing up after i took out all the ads all right all good anyway let's go ahead and move into the tales of tamriel where we get to talk about what we did this past week in our adventures and we're going to start with I was going to start with our guest, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give him a little bit of break. We're going to make Lotus do it first because it's his first official episode. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So um, since last I talked to you guys, we had a little bit of a break. So I accomplished a moderate amount of things. Um, we tried farming uh, that white gold tower uh, head motif that uh, they've been cycling in with the dungeon motifs, uh, which I think is a pretty cool idea that they've been doing. Um, shoulder pieces, super easy to get, I learn. Um, pretty much get them in two to three keys. Head pieces, I don't have enough time in my work week to try <laughs> to farm that thing enough to get those head pieces, apparently. Um, white gold is a slog to begin with, and I did not have my regular group. So we said, you know, we'll just... It was me and one of my buddies. And we're like, well, we can, we can essentially do this with whoever but it's going to be slow. So we were like, well, let's just have people join us. And then we realized exactly how slow that dungeon is if you don't have a full <laughs> team. Because um, mm -hmm. no, the inhibitor is just a nightmare if you're trying to basically two-person it. Yep. And um, each run started dragging on to about an hour apiece. When we had our full crew, it was taking literally like 17 minutes. And I was like, wow, this is really slowing down. So after about eight runs, we decided, okay, I can't do this anymore in one day. And we decided we'll try to buy it. And the prices are completely outrageous. And I decided I'm not getting that motif head. So uh, I moved on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have to give a shout out to uh, Count Bernie over there, who's in our COE uh, group. Uh, he's subbed. Thanks, buddy. You're Fantastic. awesome. And Obi. Hello. Hello, Obi. How are you doing, buddy? All right, continue with your story. I had to shout them out. So. Um, no, I think it's totally worth it. Um, so what else did I do? Um, uh, I mentioned last time that I had not completed um, Somerset, so that was why I had one missing episode in the um, previous podcast listening from myself, and I want to actually get to that. So I completed the entirety of Clockwork City since the last show. Mm. Liked it a lot. It was uh, pretty pretty fun. Um the collecting of the pieces for that thing were a little tedious because, man, those were really well hidden. But yeah. I really enjoyed that thing. Um, so now I'm definitely interested to go on to Somerset as my next thing. And the other game that I was... Can yeah. I ask you a question? All sure. Right. What did you think of the actual final quest line um, when you actually... And this is a little bit of spoilers for people who haven't done Clockwork, but it's what, a year and a half ago? I don't know, so yeah, sorry uh, if you yeah. don't want to skip ahead a couple <laughs> minutes, but I'm not really... I'll keep it vague anyways. Yeah. So. What did you think <laughs> of the like the final fight? 
it was interesting and I would assume since I do everything on my tank, I kind of do things at the speed that they almost want you to do them in. Mm. Because if my, you know, if my friends are doing it and they're all dropping 40,000 damage a second, they're going to nuke these things so fast. It's ridiculous. I only generate about 5,000 damage a second as a tank. So it's like the fights do last long enough that they can complete their dialogue. (laughs) It seemed like a pretty cool setup in the, the room with the shadows taking over and it's trying to like, consume sofa sill and it's like tearing apart i thought it looked really cool but man there was like way zero wake by the way what's that way to keep it vague. yeah uh, no, yeah there's shadows <laughs> it's shadowy <laughs> i was gonna say you know, it I, I mean it was it it, it was a decent fight but it was like easy with the shadow stuff like i expected there to kind of be more to it especially with how convoluted some of the mechanics to this game get it was really just pretty straightforward like, like this here are slowed that i'm still fighting like legitly <laughs> yeah, still uh, fighting yeah. this slowed. Yeah, that is long <laughs> I, I was, hey look it's like, hey what's on tova uh, <laughs> um yeah so you know it that it it was I, I liked where the story was but nothing in it really held you up too long it was really just kind of mm-hmm. fights were in the way to slow you down from getting the story most of the time mm-hmm. which was fine did, um, did you play morrowind the expansion or the game? No, no, like TS3 Morrowind. That's my favorite Elder Scrolls game. Okay. Did you play the um, Mournhold expansion? I did. Okay. So the scene when you walk in and you see Sothasil, was that not reminiscent of something? That's actually, I. you know, it's so funny. I had played that so long ago because I was one of the poor slobs that played that game on the original Xbox. So that should give you a gauge on how that game ran for me. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. thing finally died, by the way. <laughs> Woo! It, wow, that's actually yeah, much shorter than I expected. Yeah, that's a lot. I see people in... Yeah, I wasn't soloing it at that point. But even still. I got it down about 3%. And then people started showing up. It's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> Everybody it, shows up last minute. It, yeah. It's not like that weird shield that you like, it doesn't, there's really no way to get it down. And it just extends the fight. More than I think you have to kill those little uh, yeah, abyssal you crystals. Like, yep. I, I think because he, he keeps moving them to new locations to refurbish his shield, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I apparently don't know mechanics. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. The reason why it was so impactful for me is because Sothasil was inside of his his clockwork machine. That was it's where- funny. I actually forgot about that until you just said that. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that whole thing. The first time you see Sothasil in T.S. Marwin, spoiler, he's dead, and he's still attached to his machine. <laughs> that same machine he was still attached to during this entire thing. What is that machine anyway? It's supposed to allow him to complete, like, essentially, well, I mean, he's using his divine powers from the Heart of Lorcan in order to actually control mm-hmm. all of his mini-realm of the Clockwork City. So Think that, of him like a giant battery. Yeah, yeah. It, it That's does. like how he runs the city. It's run the city, and he can also control everything within it from that master terminal as well. But right. that's where you first find him in in uh elder scrolls 3 and of course he's dead but that's because somebody <clears throat> Amalexia, uh goes uh, nuts and kills him 
So, so I, I now like yeah, so. any chance of vagueness is now totally thrown out the window because we spoiled yeah. multiple games and expansions. Oh, I don't feel bad at all because come on, Morrowind's like 20 years old. Okay, I, if you yeah, haven't played yeah. Morrowind in that amount of time, you're not going to play Morrowind. Or at least forget about it. Yeah, it's true. If somebody says, oh, I was just about to start the Morrowind expansions, it's kind of <laughs> stretching it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really uh, can't have any remorse at that point. So, sorry. Anyway. My, my question is, what happens to Clockwork City when Sora Cell dies? Does it, it like, also, implode? It I, ceases so, to exist. Yeah, because Sora yeah. is Clockwork City. Right. It's kind of like his interpretation of like the world. So like you said, it kind of mm. falls apart pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, that's what I was just curious because that as soon as I walked in and saw him attached to the machine, I'm like, <gasps> well, it's funny because now that you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that like boxy sprite version of him. I was like, oh yeah, that was like the same exact thing. That's insane. I I like did that did not even like occur to me when I was doing that. That's pretty crazy. It's a nice uh, ode to, you know. Hold on, hold on. I'm actually going to pull up an image here. Copy image. No, I want to just copy. Okay, now I'll have to look at the stream. Yeah, I know. I'm going to post it in the stream <laughs> chat for yeah. people to actually see this. All right, there we go. There you go. Vignette. Happy day. And then... Uh, Happy day. So, ESO. Oh, he's ugly in Elder oh. Scrolls 3. Well, yeah. Okay, everybody's oh, ugly in Elder Scrolls 3. Fair. Yeah. But at least they like, don't have potato heads. He's, he's bone. Are they bones or wires? I can't tell if he, he's like decomposed the, or rusted. Well, see, <laughs> by the time he actually gets to the Elder Scrolls Three, which is eight hundred years, he's made more and more um, modifications to himself. So mm -hmm. he's barely human anymore. You know, Dunmer anymore at all. By the time you actually get to the Elder Scrolls Three, right. We actually see him now in his machine, um, where he's still mostly himself. Like you could not like if you look at his arms, they're not his. Yeah. But yeah. by the time that you get to um Elder Scrolls three, eight hundred years later, there's hardly anything left of him at all. So there you go. A little bit of little bit of history for the people who who were playing so yeah yeah but yeah to be fair everyone's ugly in in elder scrolls 3 not as yeah. ugly as in oblivion but that right. game was like just the, terrible so it, it, well there, no there potato is, heads that's the thing yeah, yeah yeah there is one person who is not ugly in elder scrolls 3 the naked imperial spy master <laughs> name Cassius? Cassius. Yeah, Cassius. Yeah, he is. He is. Oh. He's fine. He's not ugly. He's he he is like uh, fourteen pack abs or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Right. He is one fine piece of man meat. That's right. <laughs> and he does lend you access to his bed too if you do a few tasks for yeah. him. So and as much skooma as you can drink. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what more could you need? That's a that's a party right there. I mean, you got the skooma, right. you got Cassius and his washboard abs. It's it's a, it's a fun night that happens. That's all you know. The occasional zombie that attacks you and Cassius does nothing. Like he just it's true. What happens in Balmora stays in Balmora. All right. Yeah. So every NPC is 
pretty much useless <laughs> all the games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't do anything. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nothing's changed. Nope, they just sit there and watch you. Like, yeah, no, I got this. Thanks, guys. Appreciate no all the help. Yeah. Yeah. All right, continue. <laughs> um, and then I guess like the only other thing that I did accomplish, which met its end, as I was talking to you guys a little beforehand, uh, how my PC is, well, my laptop thing is in pretty rough shape and it's not doing so well. Um, so you want to talk about trips down memory lane. I have been trying to beat, uh, let's see, Shadow Key. <laughs> wow. Which I have emulated on my PC that runs like total crap. Even when my PC is like working well, Shadow Key, Shadow Key. It was the Engage game. The... Oh yeah, hold on, right. I'm just checking here real quick. So it's it's the... isn't that the game oh, that uh, provided the theory that Elder Scrolls Six will be in Hammerfell? I yeah. Well, yeah. It, there's some weird references in that game where I've got. I, I don't know how far I am in it because there's like no guides or any information on this game. I was hard enough to get it. It, you're running it <laughs> like you're like the third the, person who's ever played yes. it so yeah. i know well i want to try to go through all of them at some point i beat yeah. red guard over the summer which was awful because it was just a really bad tomb raider game um, and oh, the voice yeah. acting was just atrocious um but like with shadow key it's actually just like a first it it looks and kind of plays like a slightly cruddier version of morrowind except the frame rate's really bad and the controls are a mess. So it also has like two songs which are just on loop forever. Oh. But you yeah. go to a bunch of areas that's like I had never seen in an Elder Scrolls game prior to. Um, like Dragonstar is like one of the made quest hubs in that game. And I've never seen Dragonstar until uh, the Craglorn expansion. And I was like, oh, this Craglorn thing's weird. I was playing through this. I was like, holy crap, I actually recognize this place. This is insane. But my adventure kind of ended because I need to update the computer and then hopefully I don't lose my save because I've got like 12 hours of gameplay. No um, idea how long a phone game of Elder Scrolls is because it's it's rough. Um, it's kind of fun when it works, but it it's rough to get that emulator going for too, too long. <laughs> I was actually checking because I think you can get it non-emulated on good old games, by the way. So, oh really? Oh, yeah. maybe I should. Oh, maybe it, screw the emulator. Because like the only reason I I'm not big into piracy on stuff, but so I grabbed a copy on eBay just to kind of like add to my shelf of collectible junk. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, well I don't have an end gauge and I'm not buying an end gauge, so like I need to find some other way to try to play this. And I found like this rickety thing where it was through a bunch of forums and it was like, oh, it works, but it's like it's not great. It's it's not great, and my computer is not great. So combination, it's really not great. Right. But I don't feel it's as much the game's fault as just everything around the situation is making it tricky. I oh, I booted Are up good old about- games, but to try to find it, and the first thing I'm uh, assaulted with is a new Witcher title. So there it is. <laughs> Because I, I, I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but after playing The Witcher 3, that has surpassed Skyrim for me as my favorite single-player game of all time. The only, thing that would, the only thing that would even make it better is if they had a mode where you could actually create your character. But anyway, that's, yeah, whatever. Uh, where's my search feature? Because I'm going to look for this. Cause, there we go. Are we talking about the Nokia Engage, by the way? Like that's, We are. That's... Looking- 
No. Yes, with like 9,000 buttons. That's how it's supposed yeah. to be played, or that's what the version that I own physically is on. Uh, but I have no way to run that, because yeah. there's probably like three of them left in existence. Yeah. If I actually almost <laughs> bought that phone at one point. I remember like wanting that phone. I, I and then engaged. It had like Tom, Tomb Raider or whatnot on it too. Uh, I, I, I mean, for a phone, I guess it's kind of impressive. But then, like, I think of this, and I'm like, oh yeah, look at what they can do with like a phone game. And then I saw like Elder Scrolls Blades at E3. I'm like, Ooh, all right, never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> Apparently, you could just make a game that looks better than Skyrim on your phone. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, now we can. Yeah, now we can. It's it's nuts. It definitely is. Oh no, they don't. I'm sorry. They do have Battle Spire and Red Guard though. So. Well, that. To be fair, that could be a good thing because the DOS box I needed to run for Red Guard was rough, and I don't know what I'm in for. I do have a copy of Battle Spire in the, on the shelf as well. I don't know what I'm in for to make that baby run, so it's maybe I'll just buy the good old games for five ninety nine for either one. That sounds like so much worth just avoiding the hassle. Oh yeah, no, they literally just boot up. Like mm-hmm. you click it, it's five ninety nine. It's a large coffee at Starbucks. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I bought them I just really for the collection part of it, just because I wanted to have them in my collection, if you will. Yep. Yeah. I really want to play Battle Spire too, because one of my characters was a battle mage, and uh, in role play, I mean, in other Scrolls Online, and oh yeah because they definitely weren't one in game because they've never once been able to figure out how to how to make (laughs) it so that you you can be a hybrid character in this game it's either all magicka or all stamina or you're not playing so (laughs) but see the thing is apparently all battle mages in the imperial legion get trained in battle spire which is like this pocket universe to train these battle mages But I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it's like. I read about it, but it's just so little information about it out there. It makes role-playing a battle mate so much more difficult. Because you don't know anything about the place you are supposedly got trained in. Yep. So, yeah. I should I should check it out as well if I don't forget. Six bucks. Six bucks. Six bucks is real cheap. That's acceptable. That's, yeah. Well, not for ARC because, you know, that's like yeah, it's $8,000. Yeah, you know? I was going to say, it's like a plane trip for me across the country to play it. So. <laughs> it would probably be cheaper for ARC just to fly here to my house and play it on my PC. <laughs> <laughs> you notice how he's not rebutting that. He's like, yeah, yeah actually. Like, yeah, yeah. Probably. It's funny and soul crushing at the same yeah. time. Oh, yeah. totally. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Um, uh, that'll do it for me. All right. Well, then let's go Promethean. How about you? Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm down. Um, so I actually had really good drops. And well, this was during the Imperial City event. I ended up getting the Molek uh, kind of like face piece on uh-huh. like my first run through it like the entire time. God damn it. So, yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> Don't worry, we're never inviting him back to the show ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I actually, I had, like, really good luck, and I never have this with, like, my healer sets. I need lightning staffs, and they never, ever, ever drop for some reason. And I picked up, like, two that I needed, and it helped me finish out a set, which is great. And then for Lore Seekers, because I'm part of the Lore Seekers. Um, Shout out PS4. to the Lore Seekers podcast yes. if you don't actually. I got to get. Listen yes. 
my um, my cult of guar. Yes, cult of guar. That's me. Oh. I don't run a I don't run a guar mount because I thank you. I, I don't I don't know like I don't mind them, but I also don't want to be running on one. Oh man, we'll, we'll convert you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So everyone has at least okay. one flaw. So yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> that's most certainly it. We had hard bone diet for the past like three weeks, and those are going fantastic, and I'm having a blast with those. So that's awesome. Nice. And I actually, so I knocked out one of like the big, huge titles in the game. Well, huge to me because I never wanted to do it. I got the Explorer title finally after like four years, just because I never ever mm. want to go into Cyrodiil. Oh, I thought he was gonna say angler. I'm like, oh, you did the fishing. No. <laughs> that's like next on my list, but I also know how much work that is, and it's like. It's worth it, and it's not okay. Um, well, yeah. just as a, a a little bit of a help here, I'm gonna pull. Well, I don't. Have, I'm not on the character. There's actually the. There's actually a um, a food you can eat that actually helps you catch yeah. rare fish. So, I didn't yes, get it's from Artem, isn't it? No, no, it's actually oh. from the one Halloween or not. It's the one event that required the Christmas event. So oh, okay. it's actually so that one used to um, trigger the water types, but now they're programmed in game. Mm-hmm. So like it'll show you, and the fishing yeah. spots will glow with the Hismir fish eye. Yeah, the Arteum thing oh. double. Uh, I think it's like thirty percent better chance of catching rares. Yeah, there's like two fish ones now. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Maybe. Yeah, which either way, since you, since Promethean, you play on PS4, I have that recipe. I can send you over a bunch. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll definitely send you stuff to make it then. Because yeah, that's like it's... next on my list of things I want to do, but don't yep. want to do. <laughs> I'll get it, though. <clears throat> and then... Well, when we did Drunken Fishing Night, that was probably our best chance of doing it here on the PC mm. side, because, uh, yeah, we would fish. And I got a couple zones yeah. done, but... Yeah, it's just so much work. Like, I just, it's so, like, it's not, I mean, some people enjoy it, but, like, it's boring, and I can't, like, sit there that whole time and fish. It was more fun when we did it as a group, because when we did it, and we did uh, drinking and fishing was our event night, we would literally all get drunk while fishing. That was different, (laughs) because we had, like, 30 of us, and by the end... Some people were so they weren't even fishing anymore. They were just dance yeah. naked red guards. <laughs> we did that for a role play. I had we did a role play event on PS4, and like I wrote up a story and everything. And they were so drunk, they were like in my house because that was our meeting point for the story. So I could like further the quest for the people. Mm-hmm. And there were people just in there like naked and dancing for the players to come into. And I was like, this looks fantastic. They're probably <laughs> having a blast right now. <laughs> I was like, this has to look so good. And we could only fit like six people in there. So the two people coming in and then there were three like people dancing on my bed. And I was like, oh, that's not even an orgy. Come on. I I was like, these people don't even know us. And so this is fantastic. Because come on, if you go into White Gold Tower and you enter the uh, the Empress's bedroom, there's like 12 Ah, dead skeleton guys laying there. That's right. And they all have smiles on their faces. I forgot about those. Yeah, they died doing what they love. That's right. I mean, (laughs) it reminds me of Futurama. Hey, Leela, I never thought I'd die like this, but I always sort of hoped. (laughs) (laughs) You want to die like last men to visit Amazonia? What did they die of? Crushed pelvises. <laughs> Thank you, Lord in heaven. <laughs> and then I got well. So I've made like a, I made a sorcerer and a dragon knight 
ages ago and then stopped playing them once they hit like level eight. I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I don't need to level another two. And so I started working on my Dragon Knight and have no idea what to do with it whatsoever. Um, delete it and make a Templar. I have a Templar as well. Huh. So she's like level 40. She's going to be my PvP tune that I also stopped leveling after Mid-Year Mayhem ended. And I was like, yeah, I probably won't go into PvP until next year, so I'm not going to worry about it right now, which is terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I also bought a couple statues for my house, which is really exciting. That's like totally up my alley, and I'm finally working on that again. Uh, I got these huge, they're like the Breton Sentinel statues from... You get them in Glenumbra. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cool. They like take up like my whole like entry hall. I have a uh, Matisse Manor, so they're like as tall as the ceilings in there. It's awesome, and I'm in love with them. I have like 14 houses, and not a single one has any furniture in it. Oh, I love furnishing why? except the cost. Like, Ag, why? I don't know. If you are not going to decorate them, why are you buying every single house in the game? He's a real estate mogul. That's that's really cool titles. They're like, there's some cool titles. Yeah, I want the count title. I'm one house away from getting the count title. Of course you are. (laughs) I will never have that because I spend my gold too fast. (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. I I don't know how that's possible since the average wealth of any ESO player is about 6 million gold. No, my average wealth is like thirty thousand on a good day. It's so how bad. much gold are you sitting on, Ag? I had right. thirty-seven thousand on this alt. I never play. <laughs> what? I, uh, I, I actually have that, like, between characters. <laughs> nope, there was thirty-seven thousand sitting on this person. Actually, yeah, it was just about. It was thirty-seven uh, eighty. Was on thirty-seven thousand eighty was on this character. Um, right now I have about 12 million. I'm a little oh low. So I get to be the middle class at like one and a half. Cause I got that hundred thousand drop and it bumped me up to, oh, I don't even got that yet. Oh yeah, no, I got that. And I'm up to a fancy 1.6, which amongst most of my friends are like, Oh, can I borrow gold to go get this? And it's like, sure. But us peasantry down here, not living in 40 castles and only have one castle. <laughs> I have one small house. You guys can all, you guys can all like come to my house, but please use the service servant entrance because I can't have you guys walking through the front door. So I, and my, yeah, my shrine collection is going uh, amazing. So I'm pleased, like super. I need like more gold because, and I'm too lazy to farm like here and sell it. It's, that's all it comes down to for me. I just, I, I like the houses for the free ports. Just, you know, like Porto. Yeah. From anywhere. Those are nice. You have 12 million gold. Why do you need free ports for? Well, because be I don't want to. That, get... that 146 really adds up after. I was going to say, yeah, my, my team hates the fact that I'm like, no, hold on. I'll just walk away. Yeah. Just port to me. You're so cheap. I'm like, well, yeah. that's why I have money. But. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, but here's the thing 12 million gold. Ag could spend his entire life teleporting around. around. And with these loading screens, he will die before he spends <laughs> That's completely fair. Yeah. That's valid. Fair. Oh, 100%. We were on EU doing the summer fall to get the achievement. And because it's nighttime, or like supposedly it's the middle of the night when we were doing it, but I don't mm-hmm. know the time zones exactly. And so the, the load screens were like, just one after the other, and we could get like right into the zones. It was fantastic. Hmm. 
Yeah, I never would have thought I of mean, that. As a point of reference, it's six thirty a.m. for me right now. Uh, oh I, yeah. yeah. Europe is between that and two hours before that, so yeah. So it's definitely like early morning or the middle of the night. So we were having great load times, which was fantastic. Indeed. Yeah, oh, yeah that's that. all. That's all I've been doing this week. This week was actually boring. I just got my rewards and did some writs between all my. Nice, nice. All right, Ark. How about you? What have you been doing? By the way, we're like forty minutes into oh. the show and we haven't even done like anything other than tales. This is fantastic. <laughs> We've been having fun. So, I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. No, this is enjoyable. Yeah, I'm having fun with this. Oh yeah. All right. Hey, Ark. Go ahead. Right. Let's let's. Um, so first, remember how I talked about farming Fanglayer, trying mm-hmm. to get. One mm-hmm. single one-handed weapon, right? Ulfnor's favor. Any weapon. By the way, I got that last it, night. Yeah, it, I I got it as well. Yeah, after one run. about thirty runs. One what? run. It was the daily <laughs> pledge. I got it, and uh, I'm like, I should really send this to Ark. <laughs> I wish. I wish that was a. Thing. I think I. I, I think. Oh, wait, no, it's soulbound. Darn. We all have that one weapon. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, it took me like three streams of four hours non-stop running Fanglayer with pre-mates, pugs, doesn't matter, to get... I've got every other weapon in every other set, just not the one I was looking for until the, like, 30 runs or so. But I finally got it, so I decorated my, you know, build Ebon Armory, um the Ulfnor's Favor for resource return, and then two monster sets that I don't remember. Each gives physical and spell resistance as the first bonus to get me up to the cap because wardens really suck at that as well, apparently. Uh, It'd be better if you were a sexplar, but, you know. No, no, my Dragon Knight tank is the is the best tank out there. Mm. I don't need your... I don't wardens make great healers. I will throw that out there. Yeah, that's that's the reason I kind of went for a warden. Uh, I was pl- because the build is entirely focused on basically inspired by Lotus. Um, no healer, three DPS, one tank runs. So I thought if I was a warden, I could be able to heal people while I'm tanking, and that yeah. made sense at first. Then I realized wardens are nowhere near as tanky as dragon knights. Wardens don't have any way of like regenerating resources. Uh, the heals, if you want to heal people properly, the main skill you have is that, uh, you know, the one that grows trees and stuff. Yeah. And you have to trigger it again. Yeah. To Otherwise, it. It's, it triggers six seconds later. So apparently, wardens really aren't that viable for this whole thing. Uh, but, well, I started doing it, and I'm not going to back out until I manage to find a way. Uh, Ulfnor's favor does help a lot because it increases the resource return from your like heavy attacks by 30%, which is a huge increase. So one Magicka heavy attack. Yes, I have a Ice Staff on my second bar because I can't get any other weapons and shields. Yeah. Um, but it instantly fills up my Magicka pool, so nice. that's good. And one heavy attack, like uh, one sword heavy attack gives me enough to go on for, I don't know, another 10 seconds in the fight, so... Yeah, that's been going nice, but I hate Fangler now, with all my heart. I don't think I'll go back to that dungeon anytime soon. Hey, you want to get on uh, the US maybe... and run uh, Fangler? <laughs> mm, 
Because then, when, then when I get that sword, I'm going to disenchant it on stream in front of you. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I trust you would do that. So, yeah. 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 You can hear it's it clanking the echoing friendship. balls of his castles that have nothing in them. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally buy a blacksmith station to put in my castle just to disenchant it. Just to deconstruct the sword. I don't know if I hate you or... <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair question and, and totally valid i i accept it yeah. i'm i'm just in an honorary mood tonight apparently so yeah. <laughs> yeah uh so after yeah after completing fanglayer i decided okay let's let's not do something uh oh. as, as boring as that and i hopped onto pts to check out merkmeyer actually oh, okay all right I'm not too impressed by everything I've seen. I couldn't check uh, music boxes. Although today I heard that the music. Okay, we we this is this is this could be a discussion topic. Uh, apparently, it's one music box per song. What? Yeah, that's what people from PTS say. Apparently, it's one music box per song. So it's not like one music box can play every song in the game. I guess that makes like, logical sense. Well, from a lore perspective, I guess, because it's not like they created CDs at this point, but... Yeah. Uh, well, that means we'll have to buy a lot of music boxes because yeah, I don't like, want to hear the same thing over and over again. Yeah, because I picture those, like... I don't know, those hand crank things that you had as, like, a kid that, like, yeah. tick with the metal. Mm -hmm. That's, like, what I'm picturing. So I guess yep. it makes sense that... I don't know. I didn't expect it to be more than one. Personally. I didn't expect it to be more than one. And now, do we have confirmation whether or not this is going to be cash shop only? Or are we going to be able if to get I them in game? If I remember correctly, they if I remember correctly, they did talk about um, being able to farm them or something. Okay, but well I don't then know. that's not as okay. bad. I don't know. Also, here's the thing: there is a way to make one box play multiple songs and that's like imagine a card right a metal clockwork style card for it to play because what those music boxes do is they have these bumpy yeah. circular cards and basically they just as they roll they hit certain tunes right, right. yeah so if you just switch the card up there you go you have different song yeah. so yeah doable so I have to say this as well I see Isha in chat says they need to bump the housing caps up you know, by like at least another hundred. I don't know why my house is, I've never hit cap. <laughs> <laughs> so the one house I do like uh, am actively furnishing, I have basically put nothing in it and I'm already at like 400 out of 600 and I still have like an entire floor to furnish. So it's kind of funny you say that. The other thing that I actually was talking to Michelle about, cause she's like way better at the housing decoration stuff than I am, even though I like messing with it is, um, I wish they wouldn't separate everything. Like you can have this many trophies, you can have this yeah. many pets, you can yeah. have this many base. Mm -hmm. Just give me a flat number, and if I want to stack every trophy I have in a big fireplace, then just let me do that. Like, don't tell me I can only mm -hmm. have like I can understand like pets or mounts or things that maybe move. Too many animations might do something, but standard items seems kind of like well, what's the difference between a trophy and a, a plate. potted plant? Yeah, or a plate yeah. exactly. Yeah. Then again, here's the thing. Too many animations. We go into a fight with 
50 mobs just throwing right. spells. Yeah, that's that's going true. Through the hundred people casting spells. If yeah, that's, that's working. That's putting true. Putting ten horses I, in my house shouldn't cause any problems. Yeah, the amount of electricity I got hit with in like V Mall or something. I'm pretty sure that's more animations than thing I could fit in a house. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I guess they have a reasoning behind it, but like if they were selling the ability to, you know, put more collectibles in the house, I would say, okay, this is a marketing decision, but they're not doing that either. So yeah, it's just not an option. I don't know what's the limitation. I I really think at this point, housing is based on the number of people who do it, which it's a good system, I imagine. (laughs) Um, People that do it, I mean, I guess they're looking at their overall player base and going, all right, we have more people playing PvP and complaining about PvP performance than we are people in housing going, man, I really wish we could do this. So let's just put the housing on this little server in the background, if you will, and uh, we'll we'll work on the rest of the game instead. Yeah, that could be. I suppose you're right, yeah. Yeah, so... All right, so what else? Let me... Where's the notes? There's the notes. All right. So, yeah, Merkmeyer. Um It is obviously, you know, full-on Argonian. Um, nothing really interested in that area. I mean, uh, the price on leather I, shoes and, you know, stuff like that's probably going to go down because the, you know, the mm-hmm. amount we're going to have is going to go up. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the DLC will be interesting. Like, Argonians, as much as... I generally make fun of them. Does have a very weird, and like because it's weird, interesting culture. Uh, so it will be it will be fun to learn. But what I want to really talk about is: Have you seen the house in Merkmire? No. Yes. I oh, it's either. cool. It is. It's it, oh, it's, it's insane. It's awesome. See, okay. Let me try to paint a picture. So you go into the house and. It's like one of those temple-like things with a lot of stairs in the middle, right? Like four-story temple pyramid thing, Argonian in the middle. Yep, yep. Surrounded by massive water area. So basically it's a pool, outdoor pool, or I don't know what you would say it, but it's... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just so you know, the current rule is that everything in Tamriel flows south through uh, Argonia. So... It's not a pool; it's a giant sewer. Because yeah. everything flows into huh. Argonia. Mm-hmm. I jumped gross. into that. Yeah, so. front. So you got a nice face full of toilet water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone had tacos. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of these, you know, huge. I'm I'm gonna keep saying pool because I jumped into it and mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, uh, pool toilet of my own mentality. Uh, had these whirl whirlpools in it, right? So it's going down. So I was like, oh, yeah, can it's I flushing. Jump <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I jumped into that as well. Being the being the lord I am, I just saw it and I jumped into it. It brings you inside the house. It brings you inside the house, and so you're in there. So what it basically is, 
the ground level of the temple-like house is actually underwater, with spells keeping the this kind of force barrier keeping the waters out. And there's like fish. There are, it's it's a massive underwater area, and you can see it through the through the magic walls of the house, and it's absolutely amazing. And I will completely ignore the fact that you are calling it, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my cool here. I, the people who are listening I, on podcasts, I am literally crying right now. <laughs> I did not swim in toilet, okay? <laughs> not, that did not happen. It's, it's, it's fine, Ark. I don't I, know. All the points I no. made seem to really. <laughs> I, I think the flushing is really what, like, yeah, that I I had to mute the mic, and I was gonna just be. That's <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> I actually really want to see this place now because I feel like I want to get this and make it an actual toilet. Like, in, there, it's oh, like yeah. that's what I'll just do. <laughs> There's a video on. I think Allcast put it up. Um, possibly, and he's just like walking around in it. I think so. You can see it. Oh, like a walkthrough of it? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I see Drain off in chat. Jeez, you guys are sucking all the magic out of this place. <laughs> I think you mean they, flushing yeah. all the magic yeah. out of the place. <laughs> oh. my, it, it, it even says in my show notes, it's like, my house is wah. And it's all gone now. It's destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've done our job. <laughs> this show's <Yep>. over. <laughs> I'm just gonna go sleep now. <laughs> oh man, uh, I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> anyway, you got anything else for us? <laughs> I jumped into it. <laughs> Poor oh. oh. <laughs> Ark's gonna need to deal with this stamina debuff on his character for months now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Rip Merkmeyer hype. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Ark streams down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. This is the best podcast I could have imagined. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Oh, man. All right, we got to move on or we're never going to get this. Oh, oh, God. I don't even know where we're at anymore. I don't. Yeah, um, I, I did Battlegrounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good, good, good turn. All right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sounds better. <laughs> right, uh, so I tried my warden as a PVE tank in Battlegrounds, and I realized it actually performs much better there uh, than it does in PVE, because I can heal people a lot, because every self-heal of warden also heals everybody around you, like at least some people around you. So I just keep running around healing myself, keep keeping myself alive. And in the meantime, healing everybody else in my group as well. So that was fun. Um, and finally, um, yeah, I'll just wrap it up. And <laughs> the corner. 
Um, I got recognized actually from the podcast. I was I don't know whose stream it was that I was <sighs> watching, but um, it could have been TN Crumpet. He is he's an amazing guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that dude is the man. Like I love TN yeah. Crumpet. That mm. actually, it's side note not to cut you off from yes, TN Crumpet's first stream. Um, as if I, I I've always made the kind of joke as if this dude didn't already help everybody in the ESO community yeah. enough and everything like that. I mean, he did wonders actually along with you guys when I did my 24 hour charity event for my friend um, with the double lung transplant over the summer. I happened to be in cause I wasn't going to miss his first stream and I tried to jump in now that he's streaming and uh, <laughs> I don't usually, my RNG is generic as all get out in everything. And uh, I was going to say on his thing, he actually pulled a random winner and I got a free, uh, he sent me a actual hardbound collector's edition of the oh, art book that came with ooh, Somerset. Yeah. And uh, awesome. yeah, he mailed it over to me. I've been browsing through it. It's super cool. So the man that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh, he does. He does. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, I think it was his stream and, like I was in chat talking, and someone uh, sent me a whisper, sent me a message, and I'm like, are you Arkanir are from you know Tales of Time? And I was like, and I was like, yes, that's me. I can recognize. <laughs> that's cool. I'm famous so, to tens of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so shout out to you, Ice Queen Seven. You made my day that day, and yeah, I'm I'm famous now. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Famous as the toilet jumper. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a pool. It's, it's not a toilet. So not. It's not a toilet. Uh, all right. Well, I'm actually going to skip my tales for this week, and I'll save them for next because we're already an hour into what was supposed to only be an hour show, and we still have a lot to go over. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna just keep going on. Um, we actually have a new slash returning segment to the show, and I'm gonna pass that over to a Lotus of Doom. All right. Um, so <clears throat> I'm gonna try to keep this somewhat brief, but um, this was an old feature that Tails uh, had way way back when I started listening in like. I don't know, maybe like episode like four or five. I think you guys did. I mean, it was like the creation of this show like five years ago. But um, it's actually how I heard about a couple of the other podcasts. And again, you with the shout outs, that's how I heard about Lore Seekers and met everybody there. Um, and, you know, I stream on Twitch, you know, just off to the side. So does Arc. Obviously, we do. Um, Promethean, I was going to say, I remember you've streamed yeah, a couple times. I, I got one. to stop in. Yeah, I was going to say. I so, only one. It, was it really? That was the only one? Yeah. <laughs> I caught your only like, stream. <laughs> school, it, like, pummeled. I have no set schedule with school. Yeah, so, that's what makes it so hard. Thing. I'm like, I can't. No, it's, it's tough. But so... Um, as everybody's been kind of, you know, we've mentioned the tenants, uh, we've mentioned lore seekers. I mean, going way, way back. I mean, the other long-standing podcast besides uh, here at Ta Tales of Tamriel is uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Um, there's, you know, starting to be a rise, as actually Arkanir put it. It's nice to see other podcasts kind mm -hmm. of coming up, mm -hmm. and it definitely it's nice is. To not have it competition because we're all kind of like yeah. in this together and everybody feeds off each other and we get to get more stuff by all working together. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to do actually do this cheesy little thing, just 
have some networking on Nern where we um, discuss another outlet that you can get something on. Maybe it's not your cup of tea, maybe it is, but without the exposure to it, a lot of us don't really get seen. I mean, it took forever before people actually like had any idea who we, who I was in our little community even. Um, and this person that I wanted to bring up is uh, somebody I met on Twitch. Uh, super nice guy. It's Snowstorm Studios. He's a Twitch streamer. Um, he actually just cleared a thousand uh, followers recently, which I was there for that. So he had like that big accomplishment under his belt. But the main reason I wanted to shout him out is this recent thing with the ESO podcast uh, fam hashtag that's been starting to go yep. along with. Well, he is doing like an interview style podcast. Currently, it's only on his YouTube channel, which is Snowstorm Studios. Um, you can find him on Twitter at Snowstorm Studio, no S or Z. Um, but super nice guy, and he's had people like Kev do it on, Ninja614. It's very well produced. Um, he's very well spoken. And at the <laughs> I assumed you looked like Hermes. That's probably accurate because that's all I have on everything. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> sorry in chat. That was just... Um, but yeah, he's a super great guy. He's always bouncing around the uh, ESO fam and podcast community. I know he was actually new to listening to this show as well, um, which was kind of neat because he had just kind of stumbled into it after him and I had been talking about stuff. So um, yeah, it's no, I would suggest checking out Snowstorm Studios. Um, he makes excellent work and his podcast is hopefully actually hitting iTunes play and elsewhere other than youtube uh somewhat soon and i suggest if people are looking for another style of podcast a little more into uh interview form he's definitely one to check out that's awesome yeah i i was gonna say like i got to watch um watch the ninja 614 interview slash mm -hmm. i was doing and it's like it starts off it's it's a very fun format it starts off as an interview and then as per you know normal ways of conversation it grows into like from an interview it grows into a podcast as you know topics start to develop on their own it's it's actually a spontaneous you know fun thing so i definitely recommend and i yeah exactly i really need those in podcast forms in yes i do too i it's, it's yeah when i've watched it's why like a lot of times i wish i could stop by during the day to say hi to other streamers and stuff, but I, my job does not allow that usually. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, you guys and the other podcasts, it's like I download them all in the morning and I just mm -hmm. listen to it for, like, eight or ten hours a day along with some music to mix it up. <laughs> it's like more podcasts always makes my day go by quicker. And, yeah, he does really nice work, and I think he's a great addition to community content for Elder Scrolls Online and just Elder Scrolls oh, in yeah. general. Yeah. Now, I do want to. I, I actually just want to say this about everybody, because DCN we do a we do a couple different shows uh, for a few different games and whatnot. ESO community is hands down far and above the best community I've ever been a part of. Um, so yeah. yeah, shout out to you guys because everyone is amazing in this community. Yeah. I, it's actually you know yeah, there's the the odd you know jerk or whatever but it's so yeah. odd when you find one it's almost you're not even like offended you're more like looking at it like a scientific experiment like you do exist <laughs> you know are you the last of yeah. your kind yeah it's really weird 
Uh, so having such a cool community is really, really nice. So yeah. thank you so I mean, much even, to even everybody. The, even the content creator side, like I don't, I don't know how the other communities when it comes to content creation, but the drama, I've always seen drama on YouTube, Twitch, yeah. people just bashing each other. But in ESO content creation communities, like I go to one streamer's like stream, right? I'm watching Coco Michelle, for example, and Kyle is there. I don't know, T is there, Tidika Jesus is there, everyone is there. And then I go to Kyle's, everyone is there. I go to Lotus, people are, everyone. Is every other people it isn't every other stream. It's like yeah. this amazing, this amazing commune movement of streams. It's just yeah, it's yeah, it's perfect. It is it's definitely we, nice. We, we have a perfect yeah, thing. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh all right. Let's go ahead and jump into the news. So Arkanir, that is you at the news right. desk. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to speed run this. Yeah, uh, that's fine. our time. Uh, so we achieved the summer fall event. We are 100% by as of yesterday. Yep. Another What's house I can ignore. <laughs> oh, this one is so cool. You can put the free pet and mount in the front and they can just look sadly inside as its emptiness. <laughs> uh, so what this event was is that um, they've been teasing this for a while, this mm. uh, you know community participated event. And apparently what they wanted us to do is go out and take the Pathfinder achievement in Somerset, uh, which is basically going to, you know, locating every 10 points of interest in Somerset and our table. Yeah. And if, at 35%, we got a free pet at 65% we get a you know free horse and at 100% we get the Sijik Villa that they've teased for free which is a massive you know uh, high elven uh, this manor villa whatever you want to say but it's massive it's really really nice house and they're giving it for free and the community got together you know people did it on multiple accounts people started gifting accounts and give doing giveaways with accounts so we could reach that number although i think that number was just artificial you know <laughs> it wasn't the real thing but it doesn't really matter everybody worked for it and we got both the pet the horse and the house now we will receive these by October 8 if I'm not mistaken and at this point if you just heard about this all you need to do is log into Elder Scrolls Online before 8th of October with Somerset uh, expansion active in your account. Yep. Yeah. Well, and we, you will receive these. Yeah. I think it gets comes on the 10th. I think they changed the date a little bit. Ten? Oh, I it could be. It comes on the 10th but don't that you have to sign in by the 8th? I think so. Possibly. Something like that. Yeah. I think that's a... Just make sure to sign in before 7th to make... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Counts till the 8th, 10th, we get the items. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, that that's right. actually something good to know because it would really suck if you signed in on the 9th. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, sorry. Yeah. 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 Just kidding. Just I hope kidding. you enjoy your summer set without <laughs> the villa. <laughs> I mean, can I also say this? I um this will be the first elven house that I actually have. <laughs> and it was no given to there, me. Yeah. Same so. same for me. Yeah. They're they're pretty houses. Yeah, that, this place does look very impressive. It, really it looks like you can I mean even 
Marseille type of thing. I mean, you can easily turn that into like a cathedral type of deal if you oh. actually, you know, yeah. put anything in it, of course. But yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, what I'm so. thinking yeah. is just <laughs> cover it up with ugly wooden planks. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to build a Nord that. house around the elven house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So the other thing that I'm going to quickly mention is that the article for the Crown Store Showcase October is up. There are a bunch of, as always, uh, you know, costumes, whatever things. But one thing to keep in mind is that the Hunting Grounds house, that amazing open area, you know, in within the Hunting Grounds, that house will be available from October 4 to October 18th. So keep that in mind. Save your crowns if you want this house October 4th, October 18th. I expect this to be a crown store only around 15k mark. But I suppose we'll see. It's a fair assessment, I'd say. Yeah. There's also the exorcised coven cottage. I don't know if this was something nice or not, but this will be from October 18th to November 1. It's it's a Halloween house. Um, yeah, it looks like yeah. No, it's it's small. It's definitely small, mm-hmm. but it's it's neat. If you like the Halloween theme, it really because it's in it's right in the middle of. And I'll pull it up here on the stream because um, I have it. It's right. Yeah, here it is. It's right over here <laughs> next to the Hag Fen in Glen Umbra, which is like this swampy. You know. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's actually, you know what? I'm going to port there just because I can. <laughs> don't you expect to, to see anything in it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't expect to see anything in this place. But like the entire zone, it, it's very fitting. And I know Cash on the Lore Seekers was talking about he wanted to buy this because Halloween's one of his favorite months or favorite holidays. Month, it's a whole month. And uh, he really wants to deck this place out for Halloween. And really, like, I'm in it right now. And you can kind of look over the walls, which are falling. This kind of swampy. The trees are all gross looking. Um, but, yeah, it's just this small little little bit of fog everywhere and this little yeah. ghostly looking. So, mind. basically, every other Argonian house. It's not made of poop. I was gonna say it's uh, not a it's not a dung hut though. Yeah, it, those are <laughs> this is a it's a stone hut with a thatch roof, but it's in a very creepy swamp. So you know, slightly advanced Argonians. Mm, yeah, I would agree. Bretons are that way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, let's continue I'm, I'm, on. Yeah. Um. So there are also a lot of furnishing packs coming up. These are some of these are very cool. Some of these are like. Things you won't find in the game or can make. Um, so these include Witch's Coven, uh, Noble's Bathing Pack, Noble's Bedroom Pack, Kitchen Pack, and things like that. Also Noble's Parlor Pack. So basically, pretty much Hallow- either Halloween or you know Somerset High Elf Noble stuff. So if you're interested in those, bunch of other limited time mounts as well. Why I'm mentioning these is that a lot of these stuff are limited time only. So go definitely check out the article yourself. Mm-hmm. So you know you don't you don't miss <clears throat> some of this limited time stuff if you want to and prepare your crowns or save your crowns, things like that. 
And if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, um, Google Play, stuff like that, there will be a link in the description, or if you're off of our website, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com, there will be a link there. If you're watching it on YouTube, YouTube hates links, (laughs) and it's a pain in the butt. (laughs) Uh, so I often just include a link on the very bottom of the episode that just redirects you to our web page so you can get all the links. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to get it off there. So, yeah. So the other thing is there's a new article preview of the mysteries and dangers of Merck Meyer. It's one of those pre DLC articles doesn't explain much, but there's some information in there. Does it None mention whether or not the house is high flow or low flow? <laughs> How many gallons per flush? On <laughs> Come on, guys! <laughs> I, I, I swam in it. I was happy. It's on stream. <laughs> I was planning to get it. <laughs> this is too perfect (laughs) anyway moving on yeah (laughs) Uh, so the main news we have is this is actually from last week but um, since we jumped skipped a you know episode here it is they are adding a lot of new stuff to ESO plus it includes increased amount of crowns so basically instead of 1500 per month we are going to be getting 1650 per month so yeah how do you even 1650 yeah that's i guess we said um so that's you know 150 more crowns per month that's going to be helpful at least maybe with little stuff aren't they retroactively going back for the people who have six months and oh yes uh says note that if you are partly through three or six month membership you will be credited your bonus crowns by the end of november cool so yeah you will you will be compensated for the long-term sub as well uh so this will also include exclusive free items every now and then we'll get uh we'll get an eso plus exclusive free item in the crown store but these will be sort of limited time, so you'll have to regularly check the crown store. And the first item is a robe of Mara, Priestess oh, yeah. of Mara costume, basically. So if you are into that kind of thing, uh, that will be our first uh, thing. Uh, we'll also have exclusive deals for uh, ESO Plus members. So, you know, discounts, things like that. Keep talking, Art, for uh, a second. I have to go check my kid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I hear a milk drinker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, basically, crown store deals and exclusive crown store items. So, basically, what they're doing, I've, I've said a lot of basically. I'm going to try and stop <laughs> doing that. Um, what they're doing is that they're giving us a bunch of crown store things with ESO Plus. Nothing else really, but free items, uh, special discounts, special items that are not discounted or free, but only we can pay for it. So that's that's a nice way of marketing there. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, obviously, the new Merkmeyer DLC will also be available to us. Yeah, that, that, that uh, comes in, out October, right? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been in PTS for the last two weeks, so I assume in a month. So basically, ah, there I said it again. Um, about you know, four to six months after PTS, the DLC is usually released. So I assume, yeah, in a month we'll see Merkmeyer. There you go. I'm back, uh, and I have the little Nordling yeah. with me. He's he's not very yep. happy. <laughs> Are you? Not very happy. You're not feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, well, he's going to, for means... anyone watching on stream, he's going to be playing the horse character for a while. So if I die, he's going to be doing that. You want to make a move? Oh, wow. Way to blame your... There you go. <laughs> if you die, it's because you're a noob. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Yeah. You got the horse. What other news we got, Ark? Uh, actually, that was about it. Really? Oh, That's, all yeah. right. Well, um, then why don't we go ahead and wrap up? Unless, this... unless Lotus or oh yeah, you, you know, I'll know you guys know something I missed. There was the um, I don't know if you guys if anyone would be into this, but they had the character preview for oh yeah, I... characters, which was really cool. Oh, I actually, actually didn't even know about that. Them into yeah. the notes. Maybe Those are always fun. We should start I, a section for that as well. I can't think of who it was. It was, I uh, believe she's Fumia in it. Marcius. Yep. Uh, yeah, she's like an Imperial collector down there. It was really, it was a fun little snippet about her. So, Well, if you are interested, anyone who's listening, you can go check out Check that out in the official Elder Scrolls Online website, ElderScrollsOnline.com as well. Those actually could make a good reading section, yeah. Yeah, they definitely could, actually. I kind of always forget they do that. Yeah, and they're super, like, they're, like, interesting and, like, funny. And this one was, like, two conversations about her um, between, like, two Argonians. So it was, was was, like, this child Argonian and this adult. Oh yeah, that's that's it. That's it. All right. Yeah. Nice. Okay, guys. Well, then let's go ahead and wrap up the show and let people know where they can find you. Let us start with our guest. Uh, yeah. So you can find me on. Well, I play on PlayStation ESO at Promethean ninety nine. If you want to friend me and come hang out, um, I'm part of the another Lore Seeker shout out. Um, I'm on Lore Seeker's admin team for PS four. Uh, that's fantastic. If you're looking for an amazing guild that you're not already part of, we span all platforms, so come and join us. We're fantastic. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter or mostly Twitter, yeah, uh, it's DDK11599. That's uh, my basically everything you could steal my life from that, <laughs> which is not good. But if you want to find me, feel free to reach out, um, and I'll. But my, I'll give my email to someone on the show in case you want to reach out at all as well. Okay, there we go. Um, let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> Lotus, how about you? Where, where can people find you? So I am uh, on Twitter at Lotus of Doom. Um, I am on Twitch. I've been trying to stream the best I can, unfortunately, because of technical issues. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, it's been a little harder than uh, planned. Um, So I've been a little off of my usual schedule. I don't stream a ton, but when I do, I stream for charity. I don't keep any of the money from my stream. Um, It just goes to the Extra Life uh, charity that I support each year. 
which is for the Children's Miracle Network uh, hospitals. Um, you probably know a decent amount about it as these guys have generously shouted me out over the previous years and have helped me with uh, my different charity efforts on Twitch. So it's it's for a good cause, and we just kind of do stupid challenges. That's how the yeah. whole three damage and no tank or and no healer thing started, which you know kind of caught on eventually after people watch us get our teeth kicked in long enough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, for me, I'm actually also on the PS4. I'm in the same Lore Seekers Guild as yeah. Prometheus. Um, you actually had the misfortune of trying to do that three-hour-long first experience for everybody run of Fanglayer Vet yeah. Mode. It's which, right. Oh, man, I thought everybody was going to break in that one. Because <laughs> no, nobody did. Oh, man, that was rough. It was fun, so it was rough. Runs. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to bad dungeon runs. Um, I we. Uh, <laughs> I so we I host the trials for PS4 uh, for Lord Seekers over there, and so I have repeatedly said we are the best. We have the best recovery of any group I have ever seen, which means we die more than any other group we have I have ever seen. But somehow, <laughs> all, all I'm gonna say here is you say that you have like the worst dungeon runs. Well, if they're always bad, maybe the only common denominator is. Uh, <laughs> burn. <it could> be. <laughs> I'm just well, saying can, you have different I people and they're say. always terrible. So <laughs> I, I can at least vouch for. I was gonna say I ran hell. I mean, like I felt like I could have put the controller down. We nuked that thing. So <laughs> eh, sometimes we get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Other times we're stuck on a cloud rest plus two for two months. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all for me. All right. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Agelos, A-G-G-E-L-O-S underscore D-C-N. Uh, that's where you can find uh, where I randomly tweet about all sorts of random stuff. You can also follow me on the North American PC mega server. It's just at Agelos because, hey, why not? I'm not that original. It works for me. People know where I'm at. And uh, yeah, check us out there. You can also follow everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com where you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Um, dear heaven, I don't have the script in front of me because why would I, right? No. <laughs> you can also check out our Patreon program at Patreon.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork if you want to help support the show. You can also do that by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words. And sometimes they matter. Thank you so much. I want to say thank you again, Promethean, for coming on the show. Of course, Lotus and Arkanir as well. You guys are amazing. And this was an insanely fun show. I mean, it oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, thank um, you for having me. Also, I think we missed uh, Ark promoting himself. Did we? Uh, <laughs> okay, Ark, where can people find you? <laughs> Apparently in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's loud. You said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Right. Uh, you can find me anywhere that is Arkanir. A R K H A N I I R. I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Arkanir. On Twitter, twitter.com slash Arkanir. If you want to send me an email, it's Arkanir at gmail.com. That's it. 
right. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Tales of Tamriel as much as we did actually doing it for you guys. Uh, And we hope to see you next time. See you later, everybody. Have a good one. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on Sirid fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.